1: Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts.
0: Hello and welcome to Being There, Done That on Joy ninety four point nine. We're missing one of our members today. This is sad to report that young Phil is uh, in in bed with the doctor. Oh, no, no, sorry, no, no, not
1: the doctor, <laughs> not even the nurse. I think he, I think Eddie might be keeping him company. <laughs> yeah, but poor Phil's not really that well this weekend. So He's, this week, uh, so
0: he was having trouble last Friday walking. Mm. I think one of his knees has gone and. Uh, Chucked a wobbly, broken oh. one of the strings or something.
1: Yes, so he's not here. So you've got the terrible two at the
0: moment. Uh, yes, sorry about that. <laughs> yes. yes, we will muddle through, though. Oh, look, but I'm sure. it will seem quite different because we ha- won't have the expertise and the knowledge and experience of Phil.
1: And the Simpsons.
0: Well, that's right. There'll be no <laughs> Simpsons references mm. at all. No. <laughs> the other thing is that, um, of course, we talk from experience... Gordon and Chris. But we we enjoy, we should enjoy having a sit down on a conf lab around a campfire, or around a nice dining table, or something like that where you can exchange in words experiences. One of the things that I've noticed on holidays when I've been overseas is the number of groups that when they sit down at a table, they get out their mobile phones. And they're all interacting with the phone rather than the people round the table. Don't Gordie. start me on, that, on, on those bloody mobile phones. <laughs> Just,
1: oh, dear. No, yes. no, no.
0: It, it should be one of those things you should wash your hands before you come to the table and put your phones on silent and leave them in your jacket over the, the back of the chair.
1: Yep, quite agree, quite agree, yeah.
0: And if anybody really needs you, you'll find out about it later on.
1: Yeah, well, what did we do without them? Well, Before, you know, you, if you weren't home to answer the phone, they would had to ring you back. You know? Or they
0: left a voice message, well, and that's still possible. It's still possible. Or they can send you a text. Hmm. Text's hmm. a very convenient uh, way of getting the little message across. Um, current generation people mightn't realise that our medicos were the first to actually run around with um, text messaging coming. They had what we called in those days beepers
1: oh that's right yes
0: the, the thing that would clip on the belt mm. and that was uh, an alert system and you'd there'd be a message weathered as well a, a typed message and uh, yes they responded quickly to that so from the hospital situation it has spread now to universally an option for us
1: but why do they have to be busy writing messages when they're walking down the street or. That gets me. I'm it. sorry. But anyhow, <laughs> let's let's talk about something a bit oh, more well, different. We,
0: we could complain about our politicians, but we'll save that up oh. for, if we run out of other things to talk about. Don't even get me onto no, it. No, but you've had a very busy weekend, apparently.
1: I had, a, I had a huge weekend, actually. Uh, Friday night, actually, um, I went to see the boy from Oz, which was the production company. and it was very, very good. Yeah. Uh, very nice night out and, and all the rest of it. And uh, then Saturday night, it, it was the last night of the Melbourne International Film Festival in which uh, the, the movie of The Coming Back Out Ball was shown. And it was a, it was a brilliant um, movie. It's a very, very, it's a lovely movie. It now, really is.
0: I think for the listener, you better fill in what is it all about.
1: Well, The Coming Back Out Ball was held last Seniors uh, Week in October last year. And to get it all together was uh, Tristan Meacham and uh, the Beck, who were all the Queen's men. And they decided they would have a ball for the older generation of the gay and lesbian community, or the Rainbow Family. Let's put it that way. I think it's easier to say Rainbow Family. And it was held at the Melbourne Town Hall. It was uh, very well put together. There was lots of entertainment, lots of dancing, and everybody had a wonderful time. And Sue Thompson, who directed the movie of this this documentary, she decided to do a documentary on some of the people who were at the ball, some of the elders of our community. And there were about six or seven, could be, could possibly be eight, all different stories and interesting stories.
0: Would I know any of them?
1: Uh, you would probably know Addie. Yeah, Uh, Addie, she was there, and um, I was in the background. I wasn't featured, one of the featured artists. No, Uh, but David, there was David, who had been the president of Vintage Men. There was a lady who was a sheep shearer, and she was absolutely fabulous. There was a a transgendered Michelle Trace. There there were lots of them, and the actual film went for probably ninety minutes, I suppose. Wow, it was quite long. Yeah. And it, but it, beautifully shot, beautifully photographed, and all well put together by the editor chappie that did all the editing. But Sue was the main instigator of it, and she had um, so, hmm. uh, so it
0: was real life stories. Oh, of real life people stories! People from our community. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at. A mature age:
1: Oh, very mature age, yes <laughs> once of.
0: again, with experiences of life <clears throat> mm, mm, and this was related. Yeah. Uh, all the Queen's men.:
1: Yes, that's Tristan Meacham. He's, he's a wonderful man. He's, he wanted to do something for the older community rather than everything being for the younger. you know so he had this whole idea of doing it. The first Sunday of every month, from two o'clock till 4:30 at the Fitzroy Town hall, he has the um, Elders Dance club. Now,
0: can, now I just can't imagine people dancing old people what's that all
1: about oh look I can tell you what we all, all bust a bit of a move <laughs> <laughs> to put it into no that, involved I'm sure no no no, no um, there's we have a, a chap that is who comes along if, if Beck's a teacher as well as being part of all the Queen's men she's a dancer and a teacher and they they have another chap that comes along he's a dance teacher as well and they teach us to dance you know mostly they do progressive dancing you know so you're, you're dancing with different partners all the time yeah. which is lots of fun because you get to talk to everybody
0: well once again it's the socialising just as though you're at a joint table
1: Yes. Yeah, there's tables you can sit down if you don't feel like dancing for a for a little while and they, there's always a bit of um, afternoon tea and all the rest of it and it's a great afternoon so if you're an elder Person that wants to go and meet some more elderly people of the Rainbow family, the Fitzroy Town Hall on the first Sunday of the month from but two o'clock. You don't have to feel old. You don't have to feel old. No, you we have, do have a few. You can be young in heart. Yes, that's the main thing I think. But it's 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 a it's a wonderful thing. But but I would recommend it's they they're to I think they're trying to get the movie into. Um, the Nova, who was very, always very, All right. uh, gay friendly. They oh, have good. lots we'll of gay friendly and they they're thinking they may be able to get it on SBS as well. So
0: now could I understand tail. that you had a member of the the state parliament there.
1: Yes, the um, uh, Martin, Martin Foley, Foley, the minister for diversity, I think he's yeah, called it. One, one of these things, and yeah. everything else, and he was saying that the the state government are giving them a, a large amount of money to a another ball um, this coming October it's the end of October in seniors week so there's going to be another one of these balls for the older gay and lesbian community younger people can go but like the last one if you were over 65 you got in for free yeah, but if you were under sixty five, you had to pay.
0: Well, that's all right because there's nibblies involved as well. Oh, there's well. a full
1: full sit down dinner. Excuse Whoa, me. last hello. At, the, at that ball, there was a full dinner. Yes.
0: Oh, so it was a real. It was a real ball. Oh failure, yes, almost. yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Now,
0: apparently, at the film, you were saying before that uh, there was. A mixed audience so what were the comments from the the non-family audience well
1: yes david who i was with because we've been friends for a long long time he uh was being complimented because of his story that was had been filmed and from the comedy theater we were driven down to the forum and they had another big function down there for us we'd been to a pre-movie function and then we had the the movie. Then we went to an, an after movie after, function, party. after party sort oh, of thing. How yeah, mod and a, are that, you? Well, it was very very good. We had our photos taken. We had to get up on the stage and have our photos taken. But the straight people that came up to, at, and spoke to me afterwards, they were sort of they were said, sort of, "Boy, you people must have had to put up with a hell of a lot of rubbish." And, yeah, and that wasn't
0: the word you told me. No, before. I didn't. I, but assault.
1: We didn't. Yes, we didn't want to do that on on radio. We we, we were, we're polite. We're polite. Yes, but but they were, they couldn't understand how we managed to get through it all. You know, I said but it was your life. You just lived it, and I, and he said, well, all it looks like everything's been won. And I said, no, we've still got one big one to go yet, and uh, or probably several. But we're waiting for Mister Philip Ruddock's commentary on the, the way the same sex marriage has affected the church life. Oh, yeah. And that's the one that's and it's been done but it's been held up by the government. So I don't know why.
0: Well it mm. mightn't get aired before the next election. Could that would possibly could be possibly interesting. Could yeah. be interesting,
1: yeah. So yeah, but that was it. But but the but the 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 straight people that came up and spoke to us, they were very, very complimentary and they just were, were so kind, you know. So it was really quite nice. Love Radio. Joy is now on iHeartRadio. Take us with you anywhere.
0: You're with Gordon and Chris. Been there, done that. We've got a bit of an anniversary. We're talking about human rights at mm. the moment. We, it
1: goes right back to when this man was born, perhaps, was, was August the 24th in 1759. And he was William Wilberforce.
0: Englishman, Englishman. by the sound of things. He was an
1: Englishman, yes. Uh, he did Three enter politics. For he actually entered Parliament later on and he converted. I don't know what he was, but he, he, he found Christianity and became very involved in the slavery trade. It, well, he didn't well, like the slavery trade. He wanted to have it stopped, which was the thing, which was the American slavery.
0: Rewind a little bit. In the Bible, there are lots of passages talking about masters having slaves and the slaves doing the right thing or the wrong thing. It was an accepted practice, it sounds like. In the world, at a certain stage, there was obviously masters, people with power, and then there was others who couldn't fight against it. Even in England, way back, uh, there was the serfs who are servants.
1: In those days, the more slaves you had, the richer you were, of course. You know, because they were all that was that sort of helped to promote your wealth in in the community and it was wasn't until much later it was about uh, 1806 when he tried to get a bill through Parliament the British Parliament to stop the American um, slave trade trade going on because there were so many english people that owned properties in america that were really had all the slaves
0: oh we're talking about the early days the early of days of
1: the American con- uh, continent continent yes
0: uh, with european occupation that's right and, yes. the, and they
1: were bringing the africans over from west africa and selling them as slaves when they got them to um america yeah and uh he wasn't very happy with that, so he finished up with in 1807. He got the bill, the bill was actually passed to stop slavery. And since then, the, the African Americans have been basically fighting for their rights ever since. Oh, but but the mean. funny part about it is that in the uh, paper last week, they were talking about the Fed, our, our federal government are looking into an inquiry into the slavery in Australia at the moment. Hello, uh, hello. Yeah, there are people here. Uh, uh, there's been a lot of um, comment about the sex trade, where there are oh, a yeah. lot of lot of women are bought in, and they they don't know what they're doing, and they come in here, and the first thing they know that they're finished up in a in a, in a brothel, which has been absolutely terrible. Some people have been able to fight back and get out of it, but there there have also been people who have been come here on or like student visas or whatever, travel visas, or, or where you could work for twelve months or something or other, and they've been employed by a company to go and work on the farms yeah. and they've not been paid the right amount of money and they have been kept there because they haven't got their uh, passports. passports. The passports are taken off them and all this sort of business. Oh, so see.
0: that is classified as slavery oh, well, quite, well, in is, the 21st really. century? Yeah,
1: 20, well, there's, there's quite a bit of slavery goes on in Australia which you don't really hear about. The federal government, when they get through their crisis, they might be able to get onto something about the, the personal crisis of these people not being uh, treated properly. And this is where we get back to the rights that we should have and work for.
0: Now, that sounds like you want to unionise the whole of the country. But well... I suppose at one stage of, of Australia's development, the unions did, in fact, fight for the little man.
1: Well, this is with the start of the union movement, wasn't it? Up in North Queensland, oh, the name escapes me, the town where they started the union movement of the sheep, of the sheep shearers. sheep yeah. Oh, the shearers were the first yeah. people. And then they went on to that. But then, of course... Um, the current conservative government have uh, over the years basically um, attacked. Been able, attacked and been able to get rid of a lot of the union movement and and they've given the union movement a nasty name because they say that they're all corrupt and all the rest of it not to talk about the banks or anything like that in the other side of the equation mm-hmm. being corrupt <laughs> you've got they're, they're all the same but the but the conservative government have done their best to neutralize the um, the union movement so that they've got nowhere to go a lot of these people have got nowhere to go
0: so the org, the idea is therefore to group people together so that they become Stronger. a by their grouping, Hmm. let's call it a a grouping, a tribal connection, whatever, they've got a common theme that they want to promote, and then you can speak with a much stronger voice than a a single voice screaming in the wilderness. Yes. So, therefore, you withhold labour, you argue, this is unjust that we are doing this. I understand that some firms... Sometimes, not always, sometimes, use slave labor for fresh out of school kids.
1: Oh yes! Oh yes! Work for us for a, a week. I think they call them interns or something, yeah. right? They get them to work and they don't pay it's them. It's
0: work experience, but you don't get. Any. That's slave labour. Well, it
1: is really when when you, you, you may be an intern to somebody in an office or something, rather, and you're not getting paid for it. Yeah. But over overtime. Them, yes, There's and it makes one. you makes you get an, a, 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 you, with doing this internship. It could lead you into a job could could lead yeah, you into a job yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's it's uh, it's it's a thing that's been happening for oh about 20 years I suppose the bit, where, where they've d- d- taken away the power of the unions but they
0: well each wave of migrants to australia is faced with basically the same situation because they don't yet have the language skills to speak for themselves yep. against to their bosses they don't have the the reading skills yet to read what the rules are all about. Mm. And there's possibly lots of rules in there that they could work in their favour, but they're not aware of them. And th- the bosses keep them ignorant.
1: Yes, that's probably a good now, way you, to... Now, you
0: were talking about some groups that work on farms, mm.
1: but they, they, they picking they're picking
0: fruits or other things like this, and I suppose, what do they call it, tourist labour or... Backpackers, they're another form of underpaid workers. Yes,
1: and and of Mm. course then you get, because you get these big companies, um, big retail outlets that that sell food, that um, keep cutting the price back on the the food supplier, on the farmer, because they try to make the stuff as cheap as possible because they compete with one another, and the poor farmer is finished up, He's has to sell his for a loss. sell his stuff for a loss. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty good. pretty terrible. But the but the government don't worry about that as long as they can get rid of the union movement.
0: Well, mm. but, Wilberforce had the right ideas, oh yeah. right intentions, mm-hmm. but it has produced well. There's consequences. Oh yes, up and down the line. Yeah,
1: well, there's consequences of everything we do in this life. Really, we, there's always a consequence
0: somewhere along Fancy the line. See that? Mm. with Chris and Gordon. Been there, done that. Our community is stronger with joy. Become a member, joy.org.au. A diverse sound for a diverse crowd. Joy 94.9 You're with Chris and Gordon, been there, done that. Joy 94.9 Normally Phil would be with us, but he's at home resting his knee. Yes, yes.
1: So good luck, Phil. Now, before we go any further, we have a... um, I don't know whether you want
0: to mention it right now. Thanks, Gordon. I'd like to read some extracts from the statement released to the media by Thorn Harbour Health. In part it says, Thorn Harbour Health are mourning the loss of gay activist and HIV community leader Professor Jim Hyde. Hyde was a life member and board member at Thorn Harbour Health, formerly of the Victorian AIDS Council, and was the general manager of the organisation in the early 1990s. Jim's involvement with VAC had been characterised by passion, intelligence, strategic insight and a fierce commitment to the HIV and AIDS sectors as well as the LGBTI community as a whole. He was recognised as a tireless leader, community activist and gay community advocate. He was a founding member of the AIDS Council of South Australia and the South Australian Gay and Lesbian Rights Lobby, and he also held senior policy positions in both the New South Wales and Victorian Departments of Health, including serving as Victoria's Director of Public Health. Thorn Harbour Health President Chad Hughes described Hyde as a generous elder of our community and says his legacy is significant. Jim is survived by his daughters, Sophie and Alice, and their families, and his partner, Glenn. It's sad to see him go.
1: But he's a nice man, Jim. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very forthright. Very forthright if something wasn't going right for him. Oh. He would always let you know, <laughs> yes. But that, that's fine. That's that's great. To, it's great that people are like that sometimes, you know. So, yeah, but dear Jim, so our thoughts are with his family and all his other friends as well, too, because it's um, it's a sad time when something like that happens.
0: And it hits home when it's a bit closer yes, to you. Yes, that's
1: right. When you know the person that's passed away, yeah, it does
0: it? Uh, it seems you know, like we we had uh, Aretha Franklin last week uh, leaving us. Well, mm. yeah, I I was around when she was around, and ha- so it's another part of my life experiences that. Mm. Is terminated.
1: Yeah, well, I had a little tear in my eye when I was watching her on the television the other morning yeah. when she was singing at the Kennedy Center for the Kennedy Awards with Carol King getting the award, and she was sitting with Obama and and Michelle, and Aretha was on the stage singing because she mm. played the piano, and then she started to sing one of Carol's big songs. Yeah, and it was just, and everybody was just, they just stood up and roared at the end of it, and but you just thought, she, how
0: she was part of the disco generation mm. as far as we were concerned in that respect, but she also supported us the yes that's community. right she was very
1: good for the gay community yeah yeah because yeah. she got a lot of money from the gay community of let's course. face it. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah but she was she was she was With uh, the power that woman had in it with it to bring an audience like that to their feet cheering yep. was just amazing yeah yeah, yeah. but that's yeah, if you that,
0: carry the message and you present it well yeah. you get winners Pity yeah the politicians yeah. don't understand that. that's right wouldn't you hate being on holiday in Bali or Lombok and have all those earthquakes and places collapsing around you?
1: Recently it'd be it would have been a bit um shattering I think. Ooh, yes, to put yeah. it in a, in a word but it's um, Lombok with the they just had another one just recently, this weekend I think it was. Yeah, was that? Some weekend some just weekend. gone. That's this right. Weekend just gone. They had another quake there, and there's, and then there's the volcano that's been erupting on Bali yeah. on the, the Balinese island. So yeah, there.
0: I, I should remember its name, having been up and down it a few times. I'm, I'm, I, I've been only
1: Magung. been. That's right, Bagung. I've only ever been to Mount Kintamani in Bali, which is another volcano, yeah, yeah. and that the earth was shaking while we were there and there was steam coming out of the sides and all the rest of it, but the people live at the base of it. They don't care. It's on the fault
0: line. The well, it is on a fault line, yeah. and the volcanic break in the skin's surface mm. deep down and one section of the... Uh, the Earth mantle, as they call it, mm. is moving in one direction, and the others in the other, yeah, and, and they're they moving meet. up and down, and they grind against each other, and we on top, we just we, 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 we suffer get to for shake it if you're anywhere roll.
1: near it. Yes, but the biggest earthquake in that area area happened in um, eighteen eighty three. Well, yeah, well, the twenty
0: sixth and twenty seventh of August yeah. in eighteen eighty three, Krakatoa, it blew its top. That was on the Thursday, wasn't it? It it started rumbling, that's for sure, Gordon.
1: And they heard the sound. When it exploded, they heard the sound 4,000 kilometres away, which is like somebody said it's like something going wrong in Sydney and being able to hear it in Perth. But it was followed three days later by four more eruptions, which absolutely blew the whole thing apart.
0: But the worst thing was the the death toll of 36,000 people involved. Uh, But there was tsunamis. Followed it. Now, there was no word that we used for those volcanic tidal waves, but I think we must thank the Japanese for Inventing the use a of word. their word. Well, they had the word already yeah. in their culture. Yeah. So uh, there was an incredible amount of destruction from all this because a lot of that history was not recorded in photographs or in writing. There was no instant reporting coming out in That's those right. days. But, but so right. Th- the history had to be passed down verbally. But, there was, but also,
1: it made, it made the 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 world's uh, weather reports were, ah. were all stuffed up because the. The, the, the volcanic cloud. cloud went yeah. right around the world that was even reported in New York and in London and all the rest of it. And the, it changed the weather patterns for quite a number of years before it was able to settle down. And they were it, it, the, the ash was falling in cities all around the world from that blast, yeah.
0: Well, they reckon that there was a year without a summer in mm. the Northern Hemisphere following that particular event in 1883. Mm. Uh, As part of the consequences of that eruption, there was large outpouring of ash, rock and lava. Well, we've seen what lava can do when it comes out of the ground in those recent uh, uh, images from Hawaii. Oh, yeah. yeah. totally incredible. And the, it
1: moves at a rate of speed, whoa, too. Wow! Yes. It really does yeah. go.
0: But also, there's the ash in the clouds and that affects the sunsets and the sunrises mm-hmm. and shades the earth as well. And and I think you have, you've got a little example there of... Uh, well,
1: in 2004, an astronomer suggested that the blue Blood red sky shown in Edvard Munch's famous 1893 painting, The Scream, depicts the colour of the sky above Norway after the eruption. He must yeah. have seen the sky. They probably didn't know what it was, but he it, he remembered it when he was painting the screen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, apparently, there was also documented reports of groups of human skeletons floating across the ocean on rafts of volcanic pumice and washing up on the east coast of Africa up to a year after the eruption. Yuck. Mm-hmm. And uh, the average global temperatures fell by as much as 1.2 degrees Celsius in the year following the eruption. And the weather patterns continued to be chaotic for years and temperatures didn't return to normal until five years later.
1: Well, at least they had an excuse for the weather patterns in those <laughs> days, didn't they? Today, we just we're just having politicians arguing about the bloody things, or not arguing, or not arguing. Yes, not be. <laughs> in, in... Nothing changes in the world, Chris. There's always always something comes up that sort of reminds you of something else that's happened.
0: Uh, Pinatubo was a f- recent explosions in the Philippines. That's right, and that likewise had effects on the world weather, and we've. Probably on TV seen those flights when uh, a plane is flown through the ash cloud and stripped all the paint off the plane and also pockmarked the windscreen so they couldn't see through it. And that's why, nowadays, when there is an ash cloud around, the airlines don't go anywhere near it.
1: And I was just about to mention the one that blew up in in, in Iceland and stopped all the plane traffic through Europe. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? I do. You can't say the name of it. I can't. No, no, no. Bit no. Bit. <laughs> Trying try to say like LGBTQ, I of it, oh Yes, uh, but anyhow, yeah. But that's that's this is what that's nat- nature's way of reminding people where they live, and what we have.
0: Well, that that nature is more powerful. Than, oh yes, but we can influence uh, nature as we've done. Mm. It would seem. Yes, uh, by polluting the atmosphere mm. and changing the balance of things. That's right. Golly gosh. What a boring... I was, a con- I, was, I was
1: having a conversation with somebody on the weekend and they were saying that in a billion years our, the sun will be gone and I said, well, I don't care, I won't be here. <laughs> and they said, then somebody said, well, it wouldn't matter about the world because we're doing enough damage to it now that it'll probably be dead before that happens. Well,
0: the climate will change. Oh, well, we've had, It's had hot periods before. Well, look at the Ice Age. Yeah. covered the half the world. That's right. Mm. So we've had cold periods as well as hot periods, mm, mm. and nature will adapt, the survival of the fittest, but I think that one of the people who won't survive, one of the things, will be man.
1: The human beings, yeah, but the, and, the, and the worst part about it is, that we, these days we have scientists who know how to tell what is happening. We didn't have that in the old days. They just put up with it and thought it was just totally natural, but now they can tell you why
0: it's happening, and nobody <laughs> believes them. Ah. You're with Gordon and Chris. Been there, done that. You can find more Joycasts and show blogs go to joy.org.au Love Radio? Joy is now on iHeartRadio. Turn us on anywhere. You're with Chris and Gordon. Been there, done that. Joy 94.9. Got it right that time, Gordon. Well
1: done, Chris. Well (laughs) done. Yes, yes.
0: Old habits die hard. Habits and rabbits... Oh, there's a problem there with rabbits.
1: Saying rabbits, it it, it was in the 19th of August in 1907 that the uh, rabbit-proof fence was completed in Western Australia. That was uh, thousands of kilometres of fence to keep the rabbits out that were coming across from Victoria where they were released so that the wealthy people could shoot them for fun. Yes, And they got out and look at the rabbit plagues we've had since.
0: Oh, incredible. Mm. I don't know whether the current generation realise that it, the rabbit was so destructive that it drove people off the land. It, the, the rabbits were actually eating all the, the grasses that the sheep and cattle were supposed to be eating.
1: And plus the other native animals that were supposed to be eating, and the exactly. rabbits just just, and they were burying, they were because they burrow, and they they were burrowing into the grounds, and causing the massive erosion, massive erosion, massive collapses of the um, soil above onto them, and all the rest of it. Um, one day a farmer would have a sort of a, a bit of a rise in the ground. He'd go out next day, and it was almost flat because the 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 rabbits, had, the the tunnels the rabbits had dug had, had and collapsed, and the
0: biodiversity was totally screwed up.
1: Oh god, yes, yes, it, and they're all because these silly English people wanted to have rabbits to shoot. So they,
0: these rabbits, spread they released down from here at Geelong, Geelong, and mm. oh,
1: so oh, well, actually, Werribee really was the yeah. Uh, uh, yeah.
0: Uh, and they spread all the way around Australia. Mm. And the, the sand gropers, the Western Australians, what did they try and do to combat this?
1: Well, they wanted to build a fence to stop them from coming from the east. Were they yes,
0: successful it. in building a fence? Well, they did
1: build a fence. They actually built two fences. <laughs> they built one, the original one went from the south coast, uh, around just, just east of Albany right up through the centre of the desert land and, and, and all the rest, right up to the coast in the northern... North part of yeah, the West country,
0: l- l- round about the hu- dividing WA into half. Yes, roughly it was dividing a, bit of a the, wobbly line. Yeah, but it, yeah. it wasn't
1: a straight line. It went it had well. It couldn't go straight because they would have had to go around hills yeah. and all the rest of it. But it was a huge construction, and they found that that really that some rabbits had actually got through the fence before they finished getting it dug up and and built. And so they had to build another one, which was a slightly smaller one that sort of went around in a bit of a circle. From the uh, so it was from fence one number fence, two. Yeah, fence number two went from one part yep. of it da- back down to, Al- to- towards yep. Albany, and so, um, it was it was a quite amazing construction. But it was uh, was it successful? Oh, it did stop the rabbits. Yes, but the uh, it was a it was a thing. But they still have rabbits over there because I can remember when we were when I was young. That was the way we fed ourselves after the war. You know, we had to go out and trap the rabbits.
0: Well, my family were much the same way that when the rabbito would come around in his horse and cart, mm. Mum would always buy a pair of rabbits. Mm-hmm. They were they were tasty little critters. Oh yeah, yeah, we, because they ate all the native grasses and they they were.
1: They basically had no fat. Precisely, they were like a venison really because they had no fat. But the rabbits were very very interesting. But but we also the rabbits also created another industry you realise don't you
0: oh I felt that there might be something coming up there
1: yes the, uh, because the, the hats that the soldiers wore in the army yeah. were made of rabbit fur Right, they were for rabbit, and it was the same as the uh, as your um, what's that cocky's hat? A cubra, uh, a They're all made from rabbit skins as well, rabbit fur, rabbit fur, C- rabbit now. fur, compressed rabbit fur. Yeah, they were all made because it was they were. I have mine that I used to wear when I was at work. They're probably uh, waterproof. They are very waterproof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very yeah. sneaky. Yeah, sneaky. But there was but the, the rabbit proof friends became very famous, of course, because of the movie that was made in two thousand and two. Oh, I think it was. Oh right, yes. Yeah, about the four, the three young. Um, Half caste Aboriginal children that were taken from their home in Jigalong, which was up in the north part of Western Australia, to the Moor River settlement,
0: which was which was
1: in the south part. And they yeah. and the, the uh, from the time she got there, the 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 oldest of the girls, um, with her sister and their cousin, she was trying to plan her escape. And she um, said she realised because the rabbit-proof fence went near Jigalong, she knew that if she followed the fence, she would get home.
0: Oh my goodness! And uh,
1: they they walked for thousands, well, fourteen hundred kilometres or something. Rather, they walked yeah, 2,400, yeah, yeah two thousand yeah, four hundred kilometres walked. And they f- and they were tracked by a, a very good Aboriginal tracker, but they kept devo- avoiding him. They she she knew how to cover her tracks. Uh-huh. She was. She, but
0: she also knew the country. She knew the country. She yeah. knew where there yeah. was Tucker and, yeah, and water that's right. and how to get it, and how to avoid the heat of the day. That's
1: right. Yeah. But but see, you've got to realize also that the West Australian government at the time were the cruelest, almost the cruelest government to their Aboriginal population, their Indigenous population. They they just they were just awful when you read the history of the um, thing, and they, and they have been over there for years, I think WA um, has more uh, Aboriginal children incarcerated in jails than oh, anywhere yeah, that, else that in, was
0: part of their rationale. Yeah, their rationale. And the what, they were,
1: what they were trying to do was take anybody that was a half-caste child to teach them to be white. Well, I'm sorry, you just don't do that. Doesn't work that
0: <laughs> Doesn't way. Doesn't work
1: that way, you know. You take any of the um, Indigenous people these days that that, that are mixed they've been yeah. married to white there's white coming into it Parents. and they've been gradually um, made to be white indigenous people but they're still indigenous they still have that strange uh, affinity to the land it yeah. doesn't you can't take it out of them west australian government were pretty brutal and they still they still have been they were brutal when i was living there
0: the, it, yeah they they were hijacked by the state by the, yeah, yeah, the, the, the local c- government mm. uh, and they were sent thousands of miles away to what amounted to uh, slavery. Much
1: again, slavery, we were talking about that <clears> earlier. Mm, yeah. Mm. But they but they were to, supposed to be educated into the white way of life. Oh, that's right. To you know, save them from themselves. save them from themselves. They were yeah. being taught to, be, to forget their own native tongue and, and learn English and all the rest of it. And it was so uh, utterly wrong it was just unbelievably wrong. And, uh, yeah, so anyhow, the three children, Molly and people's Daisy. Name, Daisy, Daisy, Daisy. Gracie Fields as well and was Gracie. the cousin. Gracie was the cousin. <laughs> Gracie Fields. She well, she didn't sing I'm a lassie from Lancashire at all. No. But they walked the whole way home and they got home as well. And they got home in time because uh, their parents were absolutely distraught and they didn't know what was happening to them but the three children walked into the camp and they they were hidden then from the from the fr- troops to tried yeah. to try to, tried to come and get them again yeah oh, but it's and, a, and once, this
0: happened in 1930s. yeah in the 30s Not no. And that's, what, 80 to 85 years ago? Yeah. It's modern history. It's only four generations yeah. ago. Yeah, Golly gosh. Yeah, but Aren't the, you glad that some things have changed?
1: Oh, yes. Well, we don't know whether they have changed. Well, don't get me on the, the way that the government treating the indigenous people, for a start, because I think it's so utterly wrong. This film, it's called The, the Rabbit-Proof Fence... And it's still available. You can see it, and if you ever get a chance to look at it, look at it because it's a very, it's a, it's a great movie of courage and independence and wanting to get back to your own people, yeah. which was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it's a great okay, movie. Okay. Well,
0: I, I've seen it in the listings, but I've never actually had the the opportunity to sit down and watch it. So perhaps I better see if it's available on an alternative medium.
1: Did I, I think you told me that it's listed as one of the 100 films that you should see before you die. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they, that's how good it is. It's a, it, it shows you the, how people were treated in those days. The cars would turn up and just grab the children out of their... F- Families' arms the families would try to hide them under blankets and send them into the bush and mm. all the rest of it so that they wouldn't be taken away how would you feel if you lost you, you had your child just ripped away from you no, and it's no, uh, no. that's happening again now like in america with the mexicans where the yeah. children children have been pinched taken from their families they've still got several hundred children they don't know where the parents are oh. and the parents are too hard, afraid to come forward mm. because they don't know they, they could be deported as well there's this this whole thing it's just so wrong yeah. So wrong.
0: I was no- noticing something on the TV last weekend where some farmers on some particular paddocks in, in Australia have learnt that a local fire, not a total get it, runaway bushfire, mm. but they can burn the bush in late autumn coming into winter when it's all nice and green, mm. but that releases some of the, the smokes and the heat that is required by seeds, native Australian seeds, to germinate.
1: That's right. It, the, most of the gum trees <coughs> germinate like that. A lot of gum trees germinate. They like germinate that. by fire. And the fire. acacias and the wattles and all those sort of things, but they, yeah. they germinate by fire.
0: Mm. And the, the farmers are now starting to learn that the tricks of the Aborigines to manage the land in their way is totally appropriate to them here in the 21st century.
1: Like 65,000 years of (laughs) of knowledge, you know. This is what gives me the absolute pip about how we ignore all this knowledge that's there about how to run this country. But they still want to dig up everything for coal. Uh,
0: Or or cotton.
1: Or cotton, yeah. Well, don't get me on the cotton. Mm. (laughs)
0: All right, then we'll save that for next week. <laughs> okay. Thanks very Look much. At the, Gordon. Time, the time L- is. Oh, yes, about time we packed <laughs> yes, up yes. and it we'll into the morning or into the night, depending upon Watch when it. you're listening That's to exactly this. That's exactly right, yes. We'll, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, right. young Phil will be back with us.
1: Yes, so we'll say bye for now.
0: Cheerio. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy94.9. Support Joy94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au.